0: Our desire is to lead people to salvation in Christ and encourage believers in their spiritual growth. Join us and build up your own heritage of faith. Thank you for joining us tonight for another episode of the Heritage of Faith Conversations radio program hosted by Pastor Matthew Recker. My name is Micah. I'm the ministry assistant at Heritage. And tonight we are back in the book of Romans, finishing up chapter three, which features a very famous verse. If you would like to join in our conversation or if you would like prayer or have questions, we have call screeners standing by tonight and they can be reached at 929-333-3739. Pastor Matt. You know
1: what was so awesome about church this morning? There were a lot of things, but I don't know what you're thinking of. I thought it was great that we had a special service with the young people involved in the service. Oh, I thought you were going to say the mangoes. No, yes, <laughs> the
0: kids being involved in the church
1: service. Yes, but we had we did have mangoes. <laughs> we did, Mara. Yeah, we did. I, did. I didn't get to eat. I didn't get to we eat. were either. gone there, by the time. There was a bowl of seeds, mango bitter? seeds, when you, I got back. Are you, are you, uh, yes, well, I'm Mara. Good. Call me Mara. No, Call me yeah. Mara. I'm bitter. But we have some really awesome young people in our church. Amazing young people, And yeah. today they sang. Mm-hmm. And Chloe, who had her sixth birthday yesterday, yeah. played a violent special, yeah, uh, her favorite song too the holy the holy place, oh yes, and Secret then Christ. they they read scripture and they prayed and they ushered and awesome. they greeted and yeah. they they served and 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 one of the young ladies in our church, Amber. Worked with our young people at yeah. Children's Church, yeah, too, so we're so good. proud. We're so proud of all of our young people we are. at Heritage Baptist Church, aren't we, Micah? Mm-hmm. And even one of those young people is here with us tonight in the back room, right, Yvonne? Not you, Yvonne oh, not I'm, I'm talking about your granddaughter. Oh, yes, yeah. She is. So Bella is here with us tonight at the radio program. So we but we're glad to have you okay, to back you. with us tonight again, Yvonne. You've been on with us before. Yeah, so thanks fun. for being and, no and we're we're studying all these big words tonight like justification. Yes. And I just and knew you wanted to be a part of You knew of it. This yeah. yes, you did. That's I why, why I'm here. Uh, okay, so you get ready to tell us about propitiation. Okay. okay. <laughs> and for the first time, we have with us Lauren, who was a great member of our church, and she often comes to do call screening, but now she got up the boldness to sit in the in the studio. Amen. Thank you, Lauren, for being with us tonight. Oh, it's
2: great to be here, Pastor. Yeah. Thank you
1: for having me. You're such a blessing in our church, and she we is. appreciate you so much. And, you know... And I know one of the reasons how you ended up coming to our church is we had a speaker from Grenada, and mm-hmm. that's your homeland, right, Grenada? Yes,
3: it's my mother's land. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: and one of our missionaries, we well, have a number of missionaries, but one of our missionaries from Grenada, Pastor Celestine, was speaking that Sunday, and mm-hmm. you came to our church, and it just reminded me of our dear brother, Ben Francis, mm-hmm. a longtime member mm-hmm. of our church. He was just transferred from Jamaica Hospital to a hospital here in the city, both for recovery but rehab. Mm-hmm. So continue to, and I ask our listeners to pray for Ben. He, he is from Grenada. He was down in Grenada, took a very bad fall and then was jostled about and did some really severe damage to his spine. Oh wow! Oh. And so he's not really been able to move his legs much, but hmm. we're hoping God is going to heal him and mm-hmm. raise him up again. Pray for God to raise up Ben, that he would rise up and walk. Yes. So um, this evening, again, we're so glad to have you listening with us. We're going to study this evening a wonderful, powerful, important passage of Scripture we're calling The Free Justification in Christ, that we're justified freely, by jesus christ and this justification is for all that believe yes. there's no difference for any man or woman mm. anyone who believes on the lord jesus christ can be justified declared righteous in his sight and saved and as yvonne you said earlier those are just a lot of big words meaning oh, we're yeah. saved right mm-hmm. that's what it really means <laughs> that's what it means so we're saved <laughs> Through Jesus Christ and dear friends, our phone lines are open. If you have any question about your salvation at all, if you want prayer, maybe you're, you, you've hit, hit a block in your spiritual condition and you have doubts about your salvation, or maybe you're not saved, but you're listening because you want to know how you can be saved, you can give us a call at 929-333-3739. And we're here to answer your questions, be encouragement, pray with you tonight. So we're going to read Romans chapter 3. And Micah's going to start us off at verse number 21. We'll go down to the end of the chapter.
0: Sure, Romans three twenty-one. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all, them that believe, for there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God.
2: Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through fate in his blood to declare his righteousness for all remission of sin that are passed through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just
4: and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting, then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law... Of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also.
1: Seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yea, we establish the law. Dear Heavenly Father,
0: God, we just thank you for this passage in Romans 3, Lord. We thank you that it was written down so many years ago, Lord, and it's just as relevant for us today, Lord. We just pray for Ben Francis, Lord. We pray for his legs. We pray for his healing, Lord God. And I just pray for anybody listening right now who also needs healing, Lord, whatever part of their body or mind that is ailing, Lord, we just ask you for a precious, perfect healing, Lord, from you, supernaturally, Lord. Um, We just thank you, God, and we thank you that we get to discuss this very important passage of Scripture tonight. Bless our conversation. Bless Lauren as she is here for the first time, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And that
1: was a beautiful prayer, Micah. And true, if you do need healing tonight in any way, or maybe blessing from God, give us a call at 929 333 Three seven three nine. So beginning in this verse, Paul begins a brand new section. He's been talking about sin mm-hmm. for the first three chapters. So where he's done with sin, he's proven it, and he even emphasizes it in this passage. As you said, a famous verse, Romans mm-hmm. 3.23, mm-hmm. is in this section. But this section is talking about how we are justified freely by faith alone in Jesus Christ. And the gospel of Jesus Christ is the most revolutionary concept in all human history. It declares to us that salvation is by grace Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. through faith alone. And it is this truth that separates Bible Christianity from every other religion known to man. Man often has this false notion that all religions are the same. Mm -hmm. It is not true. All religions are the same except Bible Christianity. Because really... All world religions, Hinduism, Buddhism, Roman Catholicism, Mm -hmm. Islam, various cults, whether Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, and on and on we could go. They may have different teachings, all of them do, but they all have one major doctrine in common, which is salvation must be earned by works. Mm -hmm. So they really all essentially teach that some Thing must be done mm-hmm. to earn God's favor. Yeah. That's, why I, that's why I say, too, there's really only two religions, two religions in the world. Yep. There's Abel's mm-hmm. and there's Cain's. It makes so much sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cain's is the religion of works, yeah. mm-hmm. and Abel is the way of to God through blood sacrifice, yes. dear friends. Yes. So this is such an important passage of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And let me just read, again, verse 24, really the heart of it, as we begin. It says, Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So, don't we, uh, don't we like free things? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love free things. The kids to, do in our yeah, church. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I offered them today free a free <laughs> gift, which happened to be candy. If, uh, and and, and Raul bought so much candy, I didn't just give him one piece. I said, take a handful. You know? wow. <laughs> if, they filled it, if they filled the notes in yeah. from the sermon. And a lot of young people did. Oh, got, good. Got some, and I have to say, Lebo, though, not only did he fill the notes in, but he won the prize for neatest penmanship. Good job out there, Lebo, if you're listening. (laughs) So don't you ever love free things? Lauren, have you ever got anything free that you thought was pretty cool along the way? Uh,
2: Yes, I could actually think of a time. um, Maybe a few weeks ago, it was a nice day in Astoria. I was walking around with my friend and her daughter, and there was a smoothie stand outside, Mm -hmm. and... They offered free smoothie samples. (laughs) Where's that now? Uh, Give me me the address.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not just stories, a big place. Give me the street and you know. I'll, I'll go. I like free smoothies.
2: Yeah, but what's really nice is that after I took one... And maybe another. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh. didn't stop me from taking a turd or even required me to purchase anything. Oh, yeah. So wow. I thought that was pretty cool. You <laughs> took three samples. It was really free. That's a good yeah, number. Free.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> Yvonne, uh, what about what? What kind of free stuff have you gotten in New York okay, City? Okay, <laughs> a
4: couple of weeks ago, right at my door. Okay, so I went up the stairs, and there was these people in the like the hallway, and I'm like, what are they doing there? And they said, we're offering free phones. I said, what? So, of course, I said, of course, I'd like one. But then I was thinking, what's the catch? Yeah. You know, what's mm-hmm. the catch? Yeah. This is a phone. Mm-hmm. And they kept on telling me there's no catch. So every month I go and see on my on the app <laughs> to see if I'm being billed. And you know what? I still haven't been billed. Wow. It's free, free.
1: Oh, it's a free phone and then free real, service. It's for
4: real, free.
1: Yeah. Oh, not just the phone is service, but the, the,
4: the service s- is the service. free. Okay.
1: Well, that that sounds like a good deal, no mm-hmm. catch, and that reminds me of salvation. Jesus yeah. does offer okay. us salvation, mm-hmm. and it's free. He truly paid for it yeah. all, and you don't have to do anything to mm-hmm. be saved. Yeah. Now, once you're saved, the thing is you serve, but not to try to earn God's favor. It's just mm-hmm. that you're so overwhelmed and overflowing with yeah. grace, the gratefulness to God for His grace, you want to serve Him. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Micah, do you have a story about that, something free?
0: I do, Pastor. Um, there's even a term coined called free fever. So, I, I, uh, my career has been in fashion um, you know, for many years. I got probably more free stuff than your average person. You know, You do a shoot and you get to keep some stuff for free, or wow. even PR people from different companies, they want you to feature their product in their magazine, wow. so they give you free stuff. And there was one time where we, the fashion department, the magazine I was working at, we went to Louis Vuitton, and they were going to show us the new spring collection. Fine, you know, we had done those kind of appointments millions of times. But at the end of the appointment, the PR person, she turned around and she said, okay, Come over to these racks of clothing. This is the previous season stuff. Oh, take wow. whatever you want right. from the Louis Vuitton wow. men's <laughs> collection. <laughs> we got free fever to the point where we didn't know what to do with ourselves. We didn't know. And, you know, Why we you didn't know how called, much to take. should have called me. Why did I didn't I mean, know you back no, oh, then. Oh, okay, Pastor, okay, so okay, okay. Anyway, I got a few good pieces, none of wow. which fit anymore. But, um, but it just showed you there was no catch. You know, no take catch. it and yeah. go. Wow. That's
1: yeah, That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, the greatest free thing ever offered, though, truly is salvation. And this passage does tell us how our justification, as we've said, is freely given to us in Jesus Christ. The greatest gift, dear friend, you can ever receive. My wife often says when she witnesses to people, the greatest discovery that I've made, ever made in my life, is that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for all my sins. And I don't have to do anything in order to please God, except believe on the finished gospel work his death burial and resurrection of jesus christ so again uh let's let's go around a little bit yvonne Mm -hmm. and and how have you become in your own life sure of this salvation this Mm -hmm. justification Mm -hmm. that you have in jesus
4: well at, at first for me it was hard because i couldn't believe that god would um justify me. I could I could not believe it. It's like, okay, yeah. I am saved, but yeah. I know the things that I've done in my past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I could not believe that he didn't look at it, that he just took it all away. I really couldn't. So that was hard. Now, as I've seasoned with my little gray hairs <laughs> a little bit, you mm. know, now I get it. You know, he loves me. That's it. Yeah. He wants the best for me. That's it. And now it's like, okay, I, I, I like it. Now I'll take it in. But back when I first got saved, I just, I, I had all this guilt and shame mm-hmm. still. Yeah. So that guilt and shame was blocking me from really receiving what he wanted to give me.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, that that's true because the scripture is so clear, isn't it? That, and I love this verse as you were speaking. I thought of Malachi in the last chapter, uh, chapter 7, verse number 19. It says, he will... Subdue our iniquities, and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths
3: Amen. of the sea. Yeah. He does.
1: He, mm-hmm. he puts our sins behind his back. He remembers them no more. He mm-hmm. casts them into the depths of the sea. Mm-hmm. And praise God. Uh, he, and uh, Lauren, how did you come to the place in your spiritual life that you knew that you had salvation?
2: So, Pastor, I grew up in a household that believed in God and Mm -hmm. almost like default, I also believed in God without really truly understanding what that meant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life happens, you know, you go through trials of life Mm. and sometimes the most unpleasant trials reveal the true nature of our hearts. And while I was seeking love out there in the world, I discovered that I also believed God loved me because I was nice and I did good things.
3: Mm.
2: You know, this belief really scared me and it made me... I'll admit, a little bit depressed because, you know, to think that you're only loved because you're doing good things and you had to, like, perform Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm. to
2: win God's love. Yeah. So I tried even harder, (laughs) as it would have. I tried harder to, like, make that feeling go away. And it took me longer than I care to admit, but now I hold on to the truth that God loves me, not based on my works or how nice I am, but he loves me because of who he is.
3: Mm -hmm. And Joyce
2: paid the price, Jesus paid the price for all my Mm -hmm. sinful imperfections.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, and what we're going to see tonight, too, in this word justification, and this is where Roman Catholicism confuses the minds of people on salvation, because Roman Catholicism says that through works they have to increase their justification. And most Catholics probably at hope best they can get to purgatory, which is suffer mm. even after you're dying and, and you're in fire and purgatory, you mm. know. But the fact is, is it says we are justified freely. Mm-hmm. And that means declared righteous, mm-hmm. completely righteous, mm-hmm. innocent, mm-hmm. as righteous as Jesus Christ in the sight of God. So in other words, we never have to increase our justification mm-hmm. through good works. Mm-hmm. We're fully and freely mm-hmm. justified Through Christ by faith. Mm -hmm. Micah, did you want to share about that? Yeah, you know, the concept of
0: being justified freely by the grace of Jesus, it's always made logical sense to me. You know, maybe because it was taught to me from a very young age, which, you know, that would underscore the value of Sunday school and Christian school for kids. Or maybe it's because I've always understood that there's no way that I could justify myself as a sinner. You know, there are some people out there who say, oh, I'm not that bad. I've always understood how bad I was. I've always known that I was a sinner. So, you know, for me, being justified yeah. by grace was my only hope. So, yeah.
1: Mm. yeah, yeah, amen. That's that's good. So, we do have a call from uh, Joe, one of our regular listeners. And Joe, thanks for calling. And you're on the Heritage of Faith program. Did you have a question for us tonight?
5: Uh, yes, yes, I did. We uh, there's two of us doing a Bible study, and we just happen to be uh, up in John six. And we're coming down, almost finishing John six thirty seven, And I happen to, oh, wow, look at this. That means the Father has his own uh, people that will be saved. Like John three sixteen for God so loved the world, give you a foundation. Whoever believes in him will be saved. Now, on John, uh, John six thirty seven it says, uh, I receive all that the Father gives me, so, you know, in, in a, a group of believers, things come up like predestination. That's always been an issue. So it seems like if I go out and witness to ten people, only three come. So that's God God the Father's plan. Just those three people, even that you witness to these others, it seems like the Father stopped these other people from coming because the Father didn't pick those other others just three so that's where a lot of people are saying oh it's predestination meaning god has already already the father had picked people to be saved and that's my question
1: well here's the here's the reality god is god salvation begins with god and ends with god he planned it he provided for it and he works it out to its fullness and completion and from the beginning, God is God. Being God, He knows everything. Yeah. I looked at I look at the matter of election, and I, I cannot escape election from the Bible. Mm. It says in First Peter right. chapter one, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. So God knew something from the foundations of the world, and He elected certain people. Now that that's because because God is a God of of, of omniscience. Mm-hmm. He knows everything. Yeah. So God from the beginning has to know. At the end, who, who was, was going to be come? in heaven with him? So, yeah. And that, that would be the elect. But here's the, here's the thing, Joe. Man is fully responsible yes. to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and God can never be blamed. Yes. Hold on. God can never be blamed by any man. Yes. At the judgment, well, you didn't choose me. You didn't elect me. Absolutely not. Because the other side of that verse, and we're, we're going to have to move on from this question because we yes, could t- take the whole hour on on it or, or even more. But the whole part of yes. John six thirty seven is all that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And that's the Father's work in salvation. But it says, him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. So that's the responsibility, the human responsibility element as well. Men are responsible to repent from their sin, repent, and believe the gospel. So... So that's it, there, Joe. Okay. You
5: know, I, well, I another example, not to take. Okay, you know
1: what? We're going to have to move on, Joe. I'm going to I'm going to have to move on because we got okay. a full program here. We're just getting going, but we took your call. God bless you. Amen. Thanks. Thank thanks you for listening. Time. Okay. Thanks. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Alrighty. Okay. <laughs> All right. So so let's get into this passage of scripture tonight, uh, Micah, and we're sure. going to start right there in verse number 21 of Romans chapter three, and and Paul here says that the that the the law as well as the prophets showed and told beforehand, it says this righteousness of God without the law mm. is manifested and is even witnessed by the law and the prophets. So in mm-hmm. other words, the law and the prophets prophesied beforehand and foretold yeah. that righteousness or salvation would be would be uh, provided freely yeah without works Mm -hmm. so let's first talk about how does the law of god point the world to the coming of messiah that his salvation would be free okay well the law and the prophets is one way in the bible
0: of saying the hebrew bible or as we (laughs) would say the old testament the
1: old testament and
0: then if you divide that in two you get the law and the prophets. And the law is the first five books, so Genesis through Numbers. And the question is, are there examples in those books of people being justified apart from the law pointing to Jesus Christ? And the answer is yes. Human beings from Adam until Moses lived 2,500 years before the official law. Was given, and we know that the Bible says that some of those in between, like Noah and Abraham, were justified by God's grace. And I'll give a couple of verses. So Genesis six verse eight says, yeah. "But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord." And then Genesis fifteen six says, "And he, meaning Abraham, believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness." So speaking of Abraham, you know, there's the whole situation in Genesis twenty two. He te- God tests Abraham's faith. Abraham passes that test. So we know that. In the Old Testament, even before the law, there are many examples where people are justified through grace. And all of these stories point
1: us to Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, when you talk about Noah and how he found grace in the eyes of the Lord, because he had faith. It doesn't say there that he mm-hmm. had faith. The first one who, who showed where the, the Bible says they believe was Abraham. Mm. But, you know, Noah, what an example just from what we are just talking yeah. about with Joe. I mean, God condemned and destroyed the whole world yeah. except Noah and his family. Yeah. And it wasn't because God just randomly chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like he elected. (laughs) No, he knew Noah's heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. he he knew, but still, God would have. He's not willing that any should perish. Right. You know, and so all those people died because they rebelled against Mm -hmm. God. You know, Mm -hmm. and they're responsible. Okay, and then Yvonne, It Mm -hmm. also says not just the law witnesses that God's righteousness comes without works. But also the prophet. Mm-hmm. So, what are, what's an example of a prophet giving witness that God declares us righteous?
4: Okay. Honestly, when I read this question, I, my head started pounding because <laughs> I'm like, what, how, what do I well, know about job. the That's process, my job. That's my job, Yvonne. I have to think about like seriously think about this. So
1: I, okay. that's why that's why we that's invite why you, you gave on me here. This that's, that's right. That's why. right. I want okay, your head so, to pound.
4: Okay. <laughs> so the prophets they declared many times that the Messiah was going to come and do the work for salvation, right? Mm-hmm. So and it says that the Messiah will justify many. Right? Yeah. So I read this, so when I read the Bible, I look at the cross references so I can yeah. understand it more. Mm-hmm. So I've got to go to Isaiah 53, 5 and 7. Yeah. Right. So in 53, 5, let me see if I can find this quickly. Okay, it says... But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And Mm. with his stripes we are healed. That's five. And then 11 says, okay, I got to turn the page. Sorry, people. Okay, 11 says, he shall see of the travail of his soul mm. and shall be satisfied mm-hmm. by his knowledge. Shall my righteous servant justify many mm. for he shall bear their iniquities. Mm. I'm like, okay, so he was wounded and there was a reason why he just didn't go up there for fun. Okay. Cause it was horrible what he went through. Yeah. He did that for me. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. He did this to me and the prophets we always, all of the prophets were talking about this in the Old Testament. Yeah. Some people got it and some people didn't, right? Mm-hmm. But it was very plain and very easy. How did the prophets say it? They opened up their mouth and God spoke through them.
1: Mm. That's right. That's what happened. That's right. You know, so... Yeah.
4: It took me a while to get it, but I got it, Pastor.
1: Yeah. Amen. That's wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great, Yvonne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And you know, and the law and the prophets witness. And in chapter four, when we talk about that next week, we'll see the two great examples mm. that Paul's gonna bring forth of Abraham and David, mm-hmm. of being justified freely. Mm. And so the law and the prophets witness this. And then we see Lauren not not only is Uh, justification grounded in God's Word, grounded in the Scripture, grounded in the Law and the Prophets. But we see, secondly, that justification is available to all in verses 22 and verse 23. So let's just talk about this for a moment, and and let's see how does God describe the amazing truth of God justifying us freely by grace, and it's available for all in in those two verses, Romans 2. Chapter three, verse twenty-two and twenty-three.
2: Okay. So in Romans twenty-two, it says God's righteousness enters every believing heart, for it is unto all. Mm. It also says God's righteousness closed every believing heart, for it's upon all. God in love does not withhold His salvation from any man,
3: mm-hmm. because
2: all of us have sinned and fallen short of His glorious standards.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: His salvation is all and upon all who will simply believe. Yeah. God loves the entire world and is not a respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, if yeah. you go into Romans two two eleven, it says, "For there is no respect of persons with God." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means He doesn't care if you're a woman, if you're a mm-hmm. man, if you're rich, you're poor, right. black or white. He, He is not a respecter of that hierarchy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. And one of our favorite words in the Bible is whosoever. We just yeah. love that That's word. Great. Whosoever Who's yeah. shall call upon the name of the Lord. And mm-hmm. there in the last chapter of the Bible, whosoever will drink freely of the water of life. Come come and drink freely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, reading Romans 3.23 out of context, as we so often do, you know, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, it does a great job, you know, of diagnosing the problem of man. and gives us a starting point for the Romans road to salvation, which we've talked about on this program. But I have to say that reading the verse in context it puts a new spin on it because that verse just before which lauren just read it almost sounds like another version of john three sixteen. 16 um, the righteousness of god is unto all and upon all and mm-hmm. it's upon those who believe in jesus christ mm-hmm. so it's the same all so all come short of the glo- glory of god but all have the opportunity mm-hmm. to have their
1: sins forgiven and we can all receive god's righteousness yeah mm-hmm. ab- absolutely mm-hmm. and And that verse, like you said, you know what's an interesting question to ask somebody? Mm. Do you know Romans 3.23? Oh, yeah. oh, for all have sinned. Do you know Romans 3.24? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 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 and I would, I would go blank, too. I'm not saying that, you know. But, but Romans 3.24 is really the heart of this passage, mm-hmm. being justified freely by His grace. Because we've all sinned, yeah. we need that free justification mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ. And what we see in this passage is this justification is offered only through Jesus, mm-hmm. and here in these verses, verse twenty-four down through verse twenty-six, Yvonne, some mm-hmm. of your favorite words in the oh, Bible yes, appear are. because they make your brain pound, right? <laughs> and, and you just love that feeling, <laughs> I have a feeling. Okay, so so these there's three great words we want to talk about for just a moment. Yeah. Three okay. great salvation terms, and they are justification, and redemption, and propitiation and these words are in the Bible and so I believe God's people that we need to talk about them and understand them because God has communicated his salvation truth through us through words like this so just so Yvonne what's Uh this first great word justification and what what do you think this means
4: okay Uh, I gotta be honest it took me a while to understand this,
3: mm-hmm.
4: you know, because sometimes, yeah, I, sometimes I hate it because I, I get so honest; it's embarrassing. But I need to learn this. This is why I, I, you gave me this so I could learn it. Mm-hmm. It says here that God declares the sinner who believes in Jesus as justified or righteous in His sight. This mm-hmm. is a legal acquittal f- from guilt by God as the judge. Well, I went to the dictionary.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, and this is the the meaning that it says it says the act by which God moves a willing person from the state of sin, which is injustice mm-hmm. to the state of grace, which is justice or the state of righteousness so i'm read- I read that, and I'm thinking, okay, what's the keywords keywords to me, the keywords is willing person if the person is not willing to believe that Jesus is the Son of God,
3: mm-hmm.
4: then how could there be justification?
3: Yeah. yeah right? Can't.
4: You have to be willing.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's how I, now I could sit here and say, I understand what that
3: means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would
4: have asked me last week, I would have thought, well, I think it's, you know, I try to get all <laughs> Christian on you, you know. But now I really get it.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah.
4: I have to be a willing person.
1: Hmm. Th- that's true. Do you know, people have been given pardons, Mm -hmm. by executives like a governor or whatever, and they have not accepted those pardons. Mm -hmm. So you have to accept the pardon that Mm -hmm. is provided. You have to be willing, like you said. So justification, too, to simplify things Uh and to take some of the mystery out of the word, it's a courtroom term, right? Mm -hmm. And basically, it's us before a judge, and in ourselves, we're guilty. Mm -hmm. But then Jesus Christ comes and says, I I will take your full punishment mm-hmm. so you don't have to bear the guilt that you deserve. And we are declared completely righteous mm-hmm. and forgiven. Mm-hmm. And then that righteousness, as I said, does not have to be improved or built upon. Right. Mm-hmm. We're completely right. justified yeah. in God's sight. I, yeah. And Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead but when
4: you said guilt, that's what uh, was stopping me from understanding it because I know how I lived before. Mm-hmm. So I was still carrying that yeah. shame and guilt, yeah. you know, of, how could he justify me? Doesn't mm-hmm. he see? I know he loves me, yeah. but didn't he see what I did? Yeah. But he's he did, yeah. and he knows that I was doing it out of ignorance, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm.
0: I need
1: yeah. it. God is gracious.
0: It's grace. Sure it yeah. I mean, just when I think of, you said a legal term, Pastor said a judicial term. You know, you think of a criminal and the crimes that they've committed, and then the idea of the slate being wiped completely clean. You know, that is how I would compare it. You know, the slate is wiped clean for all of us sinners mm-hmm. who willingly, as you said, Yvonne, mm-hmm. come and surrender to Jesus
1: and mm-hmm. say, take, take my sin away. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's beautiful. Amen. So we're going to go to a song right now, and then after the song, we're going to talk about the other two terms, redemption and propitiation. And if you want to give us a call right now, please call. Pray with us. If you need salvation, if you need this justification, if you have not been declared righteous, if you have not come to God as a believing sinner saying I deserve to die and go to hell, but Jesus Christ bore the full penalty of my sin on the cross and call upon him and ask him to save you, then do it now, do it tonight. My wife is here actually to pray with you and sister Esther is here, so call us right now at 929 929- 333 three, 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 We want to hear from you. And here's a beautiful song about how Jesus saves. Again, that number, nine two nine three 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 seven three nine.
6: Freedom's calling, chains are falling, hope is dawning true. Day is breaking, night is quaking, God is making all things new, Jesus saves.
1: That is a fact. He can save and he will save whosoever will call on him. Mm. And if there's anyone out there who's looking for a Bible-believing church that preaches the the gospel, believes the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, we do invite you to Heritage Baptist Church. If you're not going to a Bible-believing church, if you're going to a church, for example, that is embracing all of the wicked ideology of Mm. our culture... Mm -hmm. Come out of that church Mm -hmm. and get to a good Bible-believing church. Or if you're in in a Roman Catholic system that does not teach free justification, in love I say leave that church and come to a Bible-believing church. If Mm. you're in a cult, if you're in Jehovah Witnesses, if you're in Scientology, Mm. leave those systems and come to a Bible-believing church. We're not the only church. I'm not saying... Absolutely not. There are many Bible-believing churches, but we are one. We do invite you to come on Sunday at 490 Hudson Street. 10 a.m. is our Bible study hour. 11 a.m. is our morning service. We would be so honored to have you as a guest at Heritage Baptist Church. So, Lauren, we're talking about these three great salvation terms. Justification is a word that comes out of the courtroom. Let's talk about redemption for just a moment. That's found in verse 24.
2: Okay, so in verse 24, it says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So to redeem means to purchase something in order to deliver it and set it free upon the payment. Mm. We are gods by creation, but because of sin, we fell away from God. Mm -hmm. God fixed the price as the blood of Jesus to deliver us from sin and death.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, amen. And, And whereas justification... Is a term that comes out of the courtroom. Mm-hmm. This is a term that comes from the marketplace. So these are mm-hmm. actually these might be big words, but they deal with stuff we deal with every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Like you go to the store and you buy a loaf of bread, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and you buy it to yourself, and that that loaf of bread is yours. If you buy that loaf of bread and somebody takes a piece of bread out of that loaf, what they just do? They stole from mm-hmm. you, right? That's right? And so we've been bought by Jesus Christ. Right. We're not our own anymore. Uh, There's a beautiful song I love, and it's called My Worth is Not in What I Own. And the stanza says, to wonders here that I confess, my worth and my unworthiness, my value fixed, my ransom paid, was at the cross. Mm -hmm. And so at the cross, the ransom or the redemption price was Mm -hmm. paid to buy us and make us gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know we think
0: of that word redemption, and we don't automatically think of ransom. But they actually, I look, I looked in the Greek. They actually have the same root word. So when I think of a ransom, you know, we've all heard of kidnappings where there's a ransom demanded for the life of that right. victim. You know, a lot right. of times a child. And so that word ransom, it's related to redemption. And it was used by Jesus in Mark ten forty five, where he said about himself, for even the son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. So Paul in Romans is elaborating on the same concept yeah. that Christ put forth about this
1: transaction, his life. For our lives, mm-hmm. you know, and if you've ever had your car towed in New York City, you learn what redemption means. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do. You literally do because the city tows your car, yeah. and if you want to get your car back, you have to redeem it. That's yeah, right. and mm-hmm. and you when you when you pay the fine, mm-hmm. yeah. they give you a stamped piece of paper that says mm-hmm. redemption. Yeah, wow. so,
0: does it actually okay. say redemption? it, it wow. has the word redeem right <laughs> on it.
1: Okay, wow. So. If you don't don't understand what redemption means, just get your car towed. You'll you'll, you'll learn. So a third great word here, Micah, is propitiation. And Mm -hmm. I actually love this word. It says, God has set forth Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Mm -hmm. to declare his righteousness. So what is this this idea of propitiation? That really loses a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it does. You know, we don't, as you said, Pastor, we don't usually use this word, um, except when we're discussing this verse in the Bible or the concept. But the word propitiation speaks of Jesus' blood fully satisfying the just wrath of God. Now, God, who is holy and can have no fellowship with sin, demands that sin be punished. And, of course, we know that man himself is unable to satisfy Mm -hmm. God's wrath. Mm -hmm. But now, God's wrath has been satisfied because of Jesus' perfect sacrifice for us. But just to take it one step further, since we're talking about the meaning of this word, propitiation, it's pretty incredible to note that the other translation of this word in Greek is mercy seat. That's right. So it's Mm -hmm. translated that way in the book of Hebrews. And then if you go back to the Greek Old Testament, the Septuagint, it's translated this way 28 times. And the mercy seat, we remember, it's that golden lid Mm -hmm. that sat on top of the Ark of the Covenant where the blood was sprinkled once Mm -hmm. a year on the Day of Atonement to cleanse Israel of their sin. So Paul is saying that Christ is our propitiation. And another way he could say it is he is our mercy seat. He is our Atonement.
1: Atonement. Yeah, and what was inside that Ark of the Covenant? What was the mercy seat covering? It was covering those three things that were in it: the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. which showed that they had broken God's law; yeah. the Aaron's rod that budded, right. which is, shows that they rebelled against God's leadership; mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the manna, which is, shows they, they rebelled against God's provision. Mm. So it really was the culmination of their sin yeah. inside that Ark, and the mercy seat sat flush mm. on that Ark, mm-hmm. and then covered with the blood. God was then propitiated. Mm. Exactly. And, and we were talking Satisfying. earlier, the word mm-hmm. pro means you're for something. Yeah. It's like if right. you're con, I'm against it. If yeah. you're pro, you're for it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. propitiation is because of the blood of Jesus Christ shed for us, God is now satisfied with us. And Amen. he's toward us. He's for us mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the sacrifice satisfied him. Oh, it's amazing. Amen. Mm. Thank Mm. God for the propitiation of Jesus. God Mm. is declared righteous as well. God is, he shows his righteousness Mm -hmm. through the way he forgives us. So we're talking about free justification here this evening, dear friends. And we're saying that free justification is grounded in God's word, the scripture, the law and the prophets. It's available to all. Mm. It's offered only through Christ. And now we come number four, Yvonne, mm-hmm. that free justification eliminates human pride. Mm-hmm. So how does the gospel of Jesus Christ eliminate human pride so there's no room for boasting from us that okay. we can earn our own salvation?
4: Okay, I looked up Romans 3.27, mm-hmm. and what we just read is, where is boasting? It is excluded. It says it right there. It's excluded by what yeah. law of works no but by the law of faith and then i cross-referenced it because i have to make sure that this is what it's saying right mm-hmm. in galatians six fourteen, it says but god forbid that i should boast except in the cross Amen. of our right. lord jesus christ by whom the world has been crucified to me and i to the world meaning that i am dead to the world but alive through Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm reading this, and I'm taking it in, mm-hmm. and I, at times, can boast, mm-hmm. like every human being in this world, mm-hmm. right? But then I think about it, and it's like, what am I boasting about? I could boast that I have a job, that I could pay my bills, that I have this and that, but who gave me the job?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Who gave me the ability to buy food and and clothing and everything that I have? Who gave me that ability? Mm
3: -hmm.
4: It was Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: So who who am I to boast? And then it says something here about what if you go to heaven, right? Now, if I'm going to be boasting that I saved myself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is hard for me to say. What's the sense of God being there?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mhm. If our and, wor- if and, we're saved by I, works, Jesus didn't have to he, We do don't need God what he went through. Right? Yeah. And
4: that even saying it it gets me upset because I know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. Um so thank God that God is who he is. He yeah. says who he is and we have to be the obedient ones and say, "Yes, you are God and mm-hmm. I'm going to follow you even if I mess up as much as I do, even if I try to boast, you remind me." Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's not you, Yvonne.
3: Mm-hmm,
4: you know yeah. it's my son mm-hmm, I, yeah. you, you forgot him, yeah, turn your way, turn to, to him again, you mm-hmm. know so, whew, I'm so glad that Jesus saved me.
1: Amen. can you imagine if we were saved by works? Oh no! And we would all be in heaven, <laughs> just like. What'd you do it. to get here? Oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah no, uh, no, it, no, it would no. it would be like these guys that that came before Jesus, where Jesus said, "Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in name? In thy name, cast out devils. In mm. your name, don't." The, that's what the problem was. Yeah, it isn't what they did was mm-hmm. wrong. It's mm-hmm. that they thought doing those things it's earned their way to heaven. Do they all, were all about things. me?
6: It's right. right. And so yeah. I,
1: I feel like if it well I don't feel like if if we get to heaven th- if we were to get to heaven through our works mm-hmm. we would just be in heaven boasting to each other and mm-hmm. i would feel really lousy yeah <laughs> yeah. In heaven yeah. Because, yeah you know yeah. but <laughs> but if we get if we're in heaven because of god's grace mm-hmm. and by the way justification is that courtroom term mm-hmm. and propitiation i didn't say is the term of the temple Mm-hmm. And the, the the other term, redemption, is the marketplace term. So mm-hmm. there's a term from the courtroom, justification. A term from the marketplace, redemption. A, t- a term from the temple, and that's all based upon what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. We're there. To, we're gonna. Glo- we can all glory in Jesus in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that,
0: that, uh, you know, Yvonne was saying there's almost like this trickle down effect, right? It's like if you are not supposed to boast except for in the gospel and except for Mm -hmm. in what Jesus did for us, then we can't boast in anything. You know, we have to recognize that he's done everything Mm -hmm. for us, you know, not even like our skills that we have, our gifts that we have, any good work, of course, that we're talking about. But anything good, in fact, comes not from me, but through him, Mm -hmm. from him. You know, so
1: how could we possibly boast about anything, Mm -hmm. as you said, Yvonne? So, dear friends, do you have that justification in Jesus, or do you have questions about your salvation? Maybe you're in a religious system. Maybe you're Muslim. Maybe you're Jewish. Maybe you're Roman Catholic. Maybe you're Baptist, and you're just not sure that you're saved. You're religious. And you have a cultural kind of Christianity, Mm -hmm. but not a personal Christianity. And that's very easy to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and Mm -hmm. and a lot, up here in the Northeast, let's face it, there are a lot of Roman Catholics, Catholic, big, huge Catholic churches on every corner, it seems. And there are a lot of cultural Catholics. But Mm -hmm. you go down south. And it's like the Southern Baptist churches, are like, they're, they're down there like the Catholic churches up there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of cultural Baptists down there. Mm-hmm. So we're not picking on, on denominations. We're just trying to challenge you to, to examine yourself to make sure that you're truly saved, truly born again, truly a child of God. That's Amen. really what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, Lauren, we're talking about free justification tonight. We're talking and saying that free justification is grounded in the Scripture. It's available to all. It's offered only through Christ. It eliminates human pride. And lastly, tonight, free justification is the same for all men. In other words, a Jewish person is going to be saved one way and a Gentile another. Isn't that the way it is, Lauren? So how does Paul tell us that God's justification is the same for all, whether Jew or Gentile?
2: So we know that Jesus is the one and the only way to God for all men. Mm-hmm. Um, verse 29 and 30 tells us that he is the one God of the Jew and of the Gentiles mm-hmm. who justifies all men the exact same way through faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul presses home one of the greatest lies that circulates in the world is that by some work, a man can make himself acceptable to God. Yeah. So some of the examples would be like, you know, in certain religions, you have to wear certain clothing or you might baptize your baby or something simple, like you might feel the need to volunteer in your church's choir. Mm-hmm. These are all common mm-hmm. lies of of Sorry, these are all common lies of false religions and cults. Yeah, mm-hmm. the evil of this lie is that it robs God of the glory He deserves.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. Thank you, Lauren, for sharing that. And and if it's true that a person can just work his way, then really no religion is is better than another mm-hmm. and that all religions really are the same. They yeah. might they just have their different list of things they have to do. Yeah. Right. But they they all have that list of things they have to yeah. do. Yeah. And if they do those things then they're they're going to get into heaven. But that's not how you get into heaven. Yeah. Because if that's the way to heaven then Jesus' death Was in vain. Mm -hmm. If that's the way to heaven, Jesus is a liar Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No Mm -hmm. man cometh unto the Father but by me.
0: Yeah, and Pastor, that just goes back to what you were saying earlier that there's two religions there's the way of Cain and there's the way of Abel. Um, And I thought it was interesting, you know, over and over throughout the book of Romans, Paul is talking about Jew versus Gentile. You know, there's, you know, all these separations that we do. And, you know, he's saying that, no, both Jew and Gentile can be saved. By God, but the truth of the matter is, this is not just a New Testament concept. You know, the grace was given to the Gentiles so many times in the Old Testament. I'm just going to give a couple examples. So we see grace in the ministry of the prophets Elijah and Elisha who went to the Gentile widow of Zarephath and then Elisha, he healed yep. Syrian the captain of, you know, and, naaman rather the captain of the syrians and we see grace in the people of nineveh in the story of the prophet jonah we see grace in the gentile king nebuchadnezzar in the book uh in chapter four of the book of the prophet daniel and in each example none of these were so well behaved as to be declared righteous from their own works especially in the case of the ninevites you know they were wicked violent terrorists but one thing that each example has in common is that a little bit of faith in God was displayed, and then God gave them this grace. If anybody wants to read an incredible passage in the Bible, I would say go to Daniel 4. Uh, read what Nebuchadnezzar said about God's grace upon him. It just—I—I I read yeah. it this week, and I don't have time to read it right now, but it just floored me. I just—it was amazing.
1: Yeah, Amen. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Yvonne, did you want to share? Yeah.
4: Well, Lauren was sharing. She said something about baptizing your your baby or or, or child. That reminds me of in my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we were like fake Christians or Catholics, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would baptize the baby. In the house. Mm. I don't know what that meant, but we would do that, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Because yeah. it was a ritual. That's something that we learned to do. Yeah. Now, did it do anything? Of course not, mm-hmm. because it's a baby, right? Right. So when, when when Lauren was saying that, she reminded me that I was like, wow, we used to do that because we didn't know better,
3: mm-hmm.
4: right? It mm-hmm. works, right? Yeah. I'm going to baptize my baby, and my baby's going to go straight to heaven. Yeah. Baby doesn't even know it exists right now, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But... You know, that's what we, we do. And I think it's because we're ignorant. And I'm not saying that as, a, as something derogatory, is that we just don't know. Mm-hmm. So we just follow the rituals of yeah. what, what we, we grew up with. But there comes a time when you just have to search
1: Amen. for yeah. yourself,
4: you know,
3: and learn. And
1: mm-hmm. we're going to talk lastly, Micah, in just a moment about the law. Mm-hmm. And I know there's Seventh-day Adventists who listen. And they're, made, they're very sweet people. But they hold very firmly to the law and that we're under the Sabbath Mm. command, and we're not. Mm -hmm. And I boldly say that we are not under the Ten Commandments as New Testament Christians. But before we get to that question, I just wanted to kind of
0: tease
1: it for a moment. Mm -hmm. But this verse is really quite amazing when you think, because here we all are. We're just Gentiles right here, right? Mm -hmm. We're just a group of four Gentiles. And it says, is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Mm-hmm. I mean, we believe in a Jewish Savior. Absolutely. we Our God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and that's Jacob. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like we have a Jewish religion. Yeah. We have the completion of Judaism. Yeah. And we're Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And if you were to talk to a, gen- a Jewish person mm-hmm. about Jesus, they'll say, oh, I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. As if Jesus isn't for the Jewish people. But that's... The lie of the devil, because Jesus is the Messiah Mm -hmm. for the Jewish people, dear friends. Mm -hmm. And he's the Messiah for the Gentile, Mm -hmm. and he's the Messiah of the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, Michael, we come to that last question here tonight about... Free justification does not make void the law. The mm-hmm. law is not useless yeah. for New Testament Christians. It establishes the true purpose of the law. So what is the true purpose of God's word, God's law, the Ten Commandments?
0: Yeah, you know, Pastor, I was thinking of an illustration this week, and it may be imperfect, but you know, have you ever heard a story about an adult who was in charge of some kids, and for some reason the adult had to leave? And so what do they do? They put the oldest or maybe the most responsible child yeah. in charge, and then they lay down some ground rules. They may something say something like, okay, kids, I'll be back shortly, but until then, everybody listen to Johnny. He's in charge. And promise oh, yeah. me that you don't turn on the stove, don't answer the front door, and no fighting. When the adult gets back, Johnny is no longer in charge, but yeah. those good rules about no fighting or don't turn on the stove, they still apply, so in a similar way the rules that God gave us in his law are still applicable to keep us safe, to keep us close to him, to get along with each other. But they are not what saves us. It's Jesus Christ, his death
1: on the cross, his resurrection that saves us. Amen. That was a great illustration, Micah. And I love what Paul says in Galatians chapter 3. It says the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. And the schoolmaster was the actual person who brought us an underage child to, to brought him to school but when mm. that child grew up they didn't need a schoolmaster he mm. says for, for after faith has come we're no longer under the schoolmaster we're not under the law dear friends we're free from the law mm-hmm. by the grace of Jesus Christ Yvonne
3: mm-hmm.
1: and Lauren Thank you so much for being here, Mike. As always, God bless you all, and visit Heritage Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning in to the Heritage of Faith Conversations radio
0: program. To find out more about Heritage Baptist Church and our service times and locations, visit our website at hbcnyc.org. We stream multiple services online each week, including 11 a.m. Sunday mornings and 7.15 p.m. Wednesday nights. All are welcome, and you can find links to participate in our services on our website, HPCNYC.org. And join us again next Sunday at 6 p.m. for another. Her-